Welcome to season two of 50 Women Over 50, a podcast for middle-aged women who are at a crossroads in life and are seeking inspiration to take their next step. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn Starkey. This season, I'm bringing you new shows that answer the burning questions we have as women over 50. And in today's show, we ask the question, is it too late at this point in our lives to change our jobs or get a new career? And the answer is no. It's never too late to make a change. In fact, for many, hitting the big 5-0 becomes a catalyst for a career shift, and it brings newfound purpose and fulfillment. I'm drawing upon the interviews of 11 of my 50 women over 50, all of whom dared to make a change after turning 50. Their stories are not just about careers. They're about transformations, discoveries, and the pursuit of happiness. These amazing women found themselves at a crossroads, and their reasons for making a career shift vary. For some of them, it was now or never if they really wanted to get their dream job. Basha van der Veen had been biding her time, waiting for the right opportunity to make her shift after 25 years as a communications professional. I was in communications marketing for about 25 years, but I do more of that now than, than I ever did before, creating strategies for companies and individuals. So... For me, it was, I followed my interest in real estate. I, I initially took the training in 2012, so quite some time ago, but then I got a promotion at work and this situation at home, our kids were young and they needed our attention. It was just too much for me to get into at the time. So it took me a while to actually have the right condition to pursue a career in real estate. But when I dove into it, <laughs> Uh, in 2019, I came in with a listing from a good friend, even before I had a, my license. I just, she came to me and it happened to fall in my lap beautifully. I got my license and I, I had my first listing from the start. So it's been a wonderful three years. I mean, it's, I'm doing what I enjoy. I'm getting great feedback. I'm able to support my family as well. And I'm having a blast. Author Sharon Jones recognized that despite her success in climbing the corporate ladder, she needed to make a change in this furlong of her working life if she was going to be happy. So I was pretty high up there. I got to that position because I got things done. I wasn't particularly good with people. Now I look back at it. And then when I quit that job, as I got to the point where I thought, I'm, I'm barking up the wrong tree here for a career. So I quit that job and... My passion is horses. So yeah. I jumped into consulting and also working on a horse farm. So I ended up knee deep in proper horseshit versus corporate horseshit. Yeah. And it was when I was working at the ranch that I realized, hey, I actually like teaching people stuff and adults because I was teaching people how to ride. And I've been told throughout my career, how you'd be a good teacher. And for yes. me, a teacher is someone who sits in front of a class full of children and they're small people and they scare me. So I'm like, no, I don't want to do children. But when I was teaching adults how to ride, I, I, ah, the light bulb went off and I really enjoyed it. And then I applied to work for a national conference business, kind of like Fred Pryor and as a, as a trainer. But I really wanted to get into the soft skills stuff, the conflict management, the managing emotions. From there, Sharon went on to build a couple of successful businesses and to become an award-winning author. All this after her 50th birthday. Business growth consultant Anne Carden feels that time now seems to be passing so quickly. And with her 50 years of experience and skills development, 
she knew it's a perfect time to make a bold move into a new business venture. I actually felt wiser. I felt like I had more knowledge and experience. And in some ways, I knew I was, I knew things were going to go faster, but in some ways, I also felt like I was just getting started. Right. And what I was doing, I, I was right about the time I was starting business coaching and consulting. And I was excited about this new place I was going to and and my new vision for where what I was going to be doing. And so there was this excitement that also went around. Now, I don't know, it didn't have anything to do with being 50. It just happened to be at around the same time. So I just remember, I was like, I just felt like, okay, I've accomplished a lot. And wow, watch out. One thing they didn't mention back in the 80s when they told us that as women, we could have it all is just how exhausting life would be juggling the responsibilities and the pressures of raising a family while we pursued a career. It was tough, but we did it. And for some of us, once our kids were grown and on their way in life, we finally got a bit of me time. And what did we do with it? Well, anything we wanted to. Norma Dunning is an excellent example of this. She completely changed track at age 50 by leaving her senior management role to go to university for the very first time, and then she went on to a career in academia and as an award-winning author. (laughs) It was something that I always longed for, to have gone to university. I came up in a home where at that time, especially at that time, I, I think as well, the, the big thing was to finish grade 12. Mm-hmm. And and then it was, you have to go and get a job. And my mom used to say to me, Norma, you should go work in a bank. And I would say, Mom, I can barely count to 10. I hate mm-hmm. numbers. I'm mm-hmm. the worst thing to ever walk into a bank. And and she would say to me, but bank promote women. Anyhow, in all of that, I ended up doing an assortment of, of different jobs. I was never a stay-at-home mom. I never had that kind of financial burden to be able mm-hmm. to be at home and raise kids. Like I couldn't do that. And and then I thought I'm just gonna go and give it a try and see what happens what happened. But it was something that I had always wished I had done as a younger person. But I think I returned at the right time, at a time where I would take it seriously, at a time where I really appreciated many of the professors that I was able to sit in with. Mm -hmm. I was like, they're just a fountain of knowledge. And and I, I just, it was a dream. Oh, that dream, it was a very long dream. It ended up being like a nine and a half year dream. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I'm glad, I'm glad I did it. Brigitte Hofel also made a big move after decades of working to build a successful business in Nashville. She felt tired and she felt burnt out. And she knew that a change could be as good as a rest. So she sold up and she moved to Atlanta She bought an established business as a going concern and is loving life as the CEO of an international organization. Building the business, having two small children, 13 years, that was, that was hard. That was hard, hard work. 
And I was ready to step away from the day-to-day operations. And the minute I stepped away and I found someone that had more passion, more drive, more purpose in running the school than me. And I was like, wait a minute, that person really exists. I didn't even think that person would exist. (laughs) Crazy. I know. Crazy. What happens when you're ready to step away to, to let that be fiddled? The minute I stepped away and I realized it's the adults around our children, I really want to do more work with the adults. And that's when my, one of my mentors called me up and he said, hey, I established this business in 1986. I'm ready to let go of it. I've been watching you. You have been invited to speak on stages around the world. Do you want to buy my business? And I was like, oh my gosh, I wasn't looking at buying another brick and mortar. But what if the universe put something in your lap? I'm the last one to say, nope, no thank you. Janelle Anderson also reached middle age and she saw that she finally had an opportunity to start a different and rewarding career. She had always worked in supporting roles, but now it was her time to step up and into the spotlight. And at Virginia Tech, they would give all the employees an assessment called the Strengths Finder, which is a Gallup assessment put out by Gallup. I took it, somebody coached me around it, and I thought, this is really cool. I learned a lot about myself, but in the coaching session, it was so amazing. And I thought, and, and in Strengths Finders, that you actually have a, they actually have a training to be a strengths coach. And I thought, huh, I wonder if coaching would be something I could do. But I hadn't heard much about coaching at that point. And I didn't know if it would be something I could actually make money doing because I wanted, I knew I wanted to create a business that I could do on my own from home so that when I'm in my 60s and hit retirement age, I've already got it going and I could just do that. And it needed to be something that lit me up that I love doing Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to create another job for myself. I didn't want to be bored, you know. So I got some training about how to coach people around their results from the strengths finder. So I started doing that with my, the people under me. And then I started going to my family and my friends and like, hey, go take the, take this assessment and then let's have a conversation. And some people did. And I, I realized I couldn't wait to have that session with them. And I just loved coaching them and drawing out of them and helping them to see all their strengths and seeing that light come on in their eyes. And so I thought, well, maybe coaching really is my thing because I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to just be a strengths coach. I want to be a coach just where I could do whatever. So then I started researching schools and talked to other coaches and found a school I liked and went ahead and jumped in. And sometimes, instead of jumping into something new, midlife can offer a woman a chance to return to something that she might have loved doing in her youth, but had given up in pursuit of a steady paycheck or a more lucrative career. Wall Street lawyer Stephanie Katsourilis turned 180 degrees to pursue a career in the arts a place where she had started out decades ago. I was a performing artist on and off Broadway in New York's theater. So that was my first career. I became a lawyer after that. And when my husband died, it became very clear to me that bringing up my child while I was an associate attorney at a very large Wall Street law firm was not going to be good for him. Um, What are you doing for a living now, then? I am a writer. I I take it quite seriously. My first book was published in 
very late 2021. I should add that back in undergraduate days, I went to Brown for undergraduate school, and I was a comparative literature major at that time. Right, I see. I, yeah, I continued to write during my time in the theater. And of course, you write as a lawyer all the time, but it's a completely different yeah. kind of writing, right? Yeah. So once we moved to Maine and after my husband died, I returned to writing. And I returned, I returned to it to try to put my experiences into fiction. I'd like to take a little break here to thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope that you're discovering new ways of thinking about your job and your career. If you know any woman who's thinking about making a big change in her life but might think it's too late, please share a link to this show with her. This will help your friend and it will help me too in growing my audience. Thank you. And now back to the show where we're going to talk about how resilient midlife women can be when change is forced upon them. Losing a job after 50 through redundancy or other bad luck can bring a sudden end to a successful career. I know women who have had a wealth of knowledge, skills, and experience who struggle to even get an interview because recruiters prefer younger, cheaper talent. Ageism in the workplace is unfair, but it's a harsh reality for some of the women I've interviewed on this show. Yet, being the resourceful, resilient, and hardworking cohort that we are, a lot of over 50 women shift into entrepreneurship, often doing something completely new. Following a 30-plus career in corporate marketing, Dinah Vink is now a certified health and nutrition coach. Go out on my own working in marketing and communications, but it didn't really bring me joy. I wasn't getting contracts that really touched my soul, that turned me on, that gave me passion. And they were just kind of jobs and I was glad to have the jobs, but they, they, they weren't something that I got up in the morning all excited and ready to go. And, and so then I thought, okay, we, we've got this age situation on one hand where I know that getting a job in corporate is going to be pretty much impossible. So how can I reinvent myself so that my age is not a problem, but it's instead it's, it's not a liability, it's an advantage. And so then I thought back and I actually had a very difficult time in perimenopause in corporate and I didn't really understand what it was. I just thought my body was falling apart and it didn't just last for two years. It was like a 13 year undertaking for me. And I quickly realized that medical professionals were, were not going to help me. They didn't know. They'd try one thing. And if it didn't work, then sorry, that's it. Can't help you. And my trainer at the gym was no help. Nutritionists, the same thing, offering these low-fat, high-carb kind of, of food offerings, which were not helpful. And so I just started to... It, just depend on myself. I just dove into the research and tried to figure out how to deal with this. I figured I can't be the only one who has this. And I'd been very healthy until then. So I thought, let's try and figure this out. So I, I made some, some modest improvements and that made a big difference for me. But at this point, when I'm thinking, okay, how do I reinvent myself? I thought, 
why don't I formalize what I've been looking at? Why don't I dive into this with, with a view of, of becoming a coach where I can work with women to, to guide them through? So there's an educational component, there's an empowering component, and you know, h- how do I do that? And so that's, that's what I set myself up to do. And, and it's, it's so rewarding. The impact that I have on women's lives now, it's, it's just, so enervating. I, I just love doing it. Broadcast journalist Susan Murphy felt the writing was on the wall and decided to jump before she was pushed out of her TV news job. And we had gone to Wales to interview Charlotte Church. I did quite a bit of interviewing with her because she and I got along so great. And it was the first time we were using HD cameras. And I didn't, I knew what they were, but I had never been on HD before. Fine, we did the the shoot, everything went well, came back, saw the piece after it was edited, and gasped a little at the wrinkles, at the misplaced hairs, at the, the detail of my skin was breathtakingly awful. And at that moment, I decided, okay, I think I'm going to switch to off air. I'll do voiceover. I'll do lots of other things I'll produce, but I think I'm going to end my on-air career here. (laughs) And I look back at that and think, oh, that was a little premature. They hadn't yet invented makeup that is good for HD camera. They hadn't really, it was so raw, quite literally, that there weren't things yet you could do to soften it. And I wish I hadn't made that decision when I did, but I did. And okay, so that just led me down different paths. And But yes, as you get older, what you look like to others and to yourself on camera is very harsh. Mm. It's the only way I can describe that. We, we are hard on ourselves that way, and that's just the decision I made hastily. Yeah. So you self-selected. Yes, I self-selected. I didn't allow myself to get to the point where I was going to be made redundant or I was going to be less or I was going to be pushed to the side. I know how that works. In a voiceover career, for example, I know that even though I've kind of always sounded like this, even in my 30s, I sounded like this, Most people know my age, and I've been made redundant on several jobs because of that, even though I don't think I sound 60, almost 67, but I've been pushed away from jobs because of my voice. I knew I was going to be pushed away from a job because of my looks. I made sure that didn't happen. Did not think it was going to happen in voice, but it did. Maddening. Susan went on to reinvent herself as a career and performance coach for broadcast journalists and now has a very busy and successful practice. For many women over 50, events that are beyond their control force them into a career change that they might not have otherwise made. The pandemic made a lot of us reconsider our options. Anne Bell, who had been a registered massage therapist, is just one example of the innovation of an over 50 woman fending for herself in life. Then the pandemic hit, yeah. And I had to shutter my business for four months. And I said to myself, 
this is not something you better pay attention because I've been a, I've been coaching people on the table my entire career. <laughs> I get the clientele that wants to talk to me. They want right. to chat, 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 chat. Right. We talk about everything, 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 everything from soup to nuts. And so I've been coaching on the table. I got certified. I said, let me get certified in 2012. <laughs> but when the pandemic hit, then I said to myself, well, you're getting near, your body's telling you, you can't keep massaging. God forbid this pandemic, we don't know how long it was going to last at the time. If another one was going to occur, I can't afford to keep shutting my business down. It was financially devastating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I said to myself, I want to now step into coaching, speaking. I want to reach more people. I became certified in love, sex, and relationship coaching. And that's my mission now is to this coming the next year to make the transformation where I really want to retire from massage by the end of next year and fully step into talking about love, sex, and relationship. And that's just what Anne did. I'm connected with her on social and I can see she's busy promoting her coaching services and she seems to be doing really well. For Greta McLean, the situation was much different. She knew she couldn't continue in her role as a police officer. After she, herself, had suffered a violent rape at the hands of a stranger, she could no longer abide by the sexist attitudes of some of her colleagues. She walked out of a good-paying job as a police officer and into a whole new realm. She started a not-for-profit organization in Nashville, to support victims of sexual assaults. I was staffing a case with my lieutenant, and he stopped me basically in mid-sentence and said, okay, she said no, and took, let him take off her blouse. So she was saying no, but she really meant yes, so you need to close the case. And I didn't, I had no idea how to react to that. I was furious, but I knew I couldn't just start screaming and yelling and cursing my lieutenant. Mm. So I just looked at him for a minute and I walked out and I was like, this isn't why I became a police officer. I want to help people. I want to try to protect people, keep, keep the community safe. It took me probably six, seven months or so, maybe a little more. And I realized my heart just isn't in the job anymore. And it was a job that I wanted to do since I was a child. But I was like, I, I can't do this. And that's when I left and started working for different nonprofits. I'm very privileged to have had so many midlife women share part of their journeys over the course of 50 interviews. And I've learned from each and every conversation. One of the biggest takeaways from this project for me is the realization that our cohort of midlife women is like no other that has come before us. We've led much different lives than our mothers and our grandmothers. We've had freedoms and autonomies that they never had, and this has made us somewhat fearless. Not long ago, I was in a job that I didn't like and I wasn't thriving in it. But I languished there for three long years because of the stupid stories I'd been telling myself. 
it's over for you. You're in your career's final stage. Get ready to step back and take a seat. I wasn't ready for that. But how wrong I was. I almost laugh at it now when I think about it. Yet, I keep hearing women ask the question, is it too late for me? Am I too old to try something new? Is everything coming to an end? Hell no, it's not. Not by a long shot. Just listen to the stories of the 11 women I spoke to on this podcast. They're not quitting, retiring, or giving up anything just because of a dumb number. Why should we? We never have before. So if you're thinking about changing jobs, starting a new business, or trying something new, do it because you can do whatever you want. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please share a link to it with your friends and drop me a rating or a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also find my show on YouTube. Please follow me on social media too. Let's connect. Let's create a whole community of wise women over 50. See you next time on season two of the 50 Women Over 50 podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Lynn Starkey.